0: get the mic. Honey, i got something to uh, say. Uh, ooh, I like that. Can you uh, turn that up No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up? What's up? It's your girl Maj and we are back with another episode of X Maj the podcast where I am spilling all the real tea. So exciting news! X the podcast is now on iHeartRadio. So you can now download and listen to the podcast on iHeartRadio. Such a major accomplishment, and I'm so, so, so proud um, to be announcing that. That is so exciting for me. So, yes, great news to start this episode. So, Maj Moment of the Day. Um, Today's Maj Moment comes from a scripture, and the scripture is Joshua 1 and 3. Um, And it reads, I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. So I chose this because I think this speaks to a place of when we disqualify ourselves, whether that be, you know, from job interviews, whether that be from relationships, um, whether that be from business ventures, um, business ideas, any ideas that we have going on in our minds. I think that we typically... um, self-sabotage and we we already disqualify ourselves before we even make the first step like soon as we get the idea we already begin to have doubts as to why we can't do this or why we aren't um qualified enough or why we don't fit this position um and so my pastor preached on this And it really just stuck with me because this scripture lets me know that, you know, I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. This scripture lets me know that wherever I walk, wherever I set my foot, it already belongs to me. God has already given me everything that I've asked for. Um, He's in places. He's given me um, places and things and um ideas and 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 businesses that I haven't even thought about rooms that I haven't even walked in yet are already mine they already belong to me um and so I think you know when we think about you know self self sabotage and self doubt and disqualifying ourselves even before we make the first step I think this is a good reminder that you already have wherever you want to set your foot it already belongs to you whatever you want any business idea any business venture a job interview relationship, anything that you can think of, um, wherever you set your foot, it already belongs to you. So I just wanted to encourage you. um, I was, I, I participated in a mental health event uh, last Friday put on by a former classmate, Miss Justice Little. So shout out to Justice if you're listening. That was an amazing, um, panel. But it was basically a, a safe space to talk about, um, mental health issues and the things that people are dealing with now, um, you know, in these crazy times. And just give people a space to talk about these things, to have open dialogue, um, and talk about what it is that we're going through and share, you know, our own personal stories and our own personal journeys. And, um one of the speakers shout out to my king Jamal Averett. um First of all, shout out to all the panelists. They were amazing. Cedric Moore, yes, of More Faith. Shout out to him and Reggie for More Faith. Um, I, I can't remember all of the panelists' names. Alexis, and there were a few other ones. So shout out to all the panelists. But when it got to Jamal, he talked about self-sabotage. He was a speaker for um, the self-sabotage portion. And he talked about, you know, believing in yourself. And and he asked, you know, what are you willing to risk? And so he just spoke about, you know, how you can overcome self-doubt and, and begin to really believe in yourself. So that that's kind of what inspired me you know to create this maj moment that's what inspired this maj moment is that when you think about you know doubting yourself when you think about self-sabotage and and you think about you know disqualifying yourself even before you walk in the room understand that it's already yours wherever you set your foot it is already yours. Um, God has already given that to you. God has already promised that to you. So just want to encourage you that, like I said, when you, when you begin to doubt yourself, remember that, um, he's already preparing tables. He's already setting up rooms. Uh, he already made your bed in, in homes that, that you don't even know about that. You haven't even thought about those things are already yours. So encourage yourself. You got this. No more self-sabotage. No more self-doubt um and and no more disqualifying yourself it already belongs to you so yeah smash moment of the day moving on let's get into this chloe and holly new album on golly hour oh my gosh first of all i i don't know what i love more i don't know if i love the album more (laughs) or i love them more because i have been a fan of them for a while i've been watching them for a little while and i just absolutely love their growth and i might be a little biased because they are direct products of beyonce and yes shout out to the beehive um we go off a b and a b stand for bands oh don't don't you forget it um <laughs> but i think i may be a little biased because uh they are a product of beyonce but i just love them what they stand for how they carry themselves their aura their vibe like i just love just everything about them and the fact that they're young black women with dreads and they own that and they're bad. Ugh! I just, I could just loathe over them all day. Like I just absolutely love it. Um, and, and this is not, the, not to down any other woman, but do you know, imagine they are the same age as Kylie Jenner, Lori Harvey and uh Jordan Woods so Kylie I believe is 22 uh Lori is between like 23-ish and Jordan Woods is is either 22 or 23 too. Chloe is 21 Holly is 19. like can you just think about that for a second um it, I, I feel like they have really like you can grow with them, right? Like you can transition to different stages of life with them. Like I feel like you can relate to them way more versus when you think about Kylie and Lori and Jordan like I feel like they're on the other the other side. Like they are on the absolute other side. And I mean, like I said no disrespect, but you know Kylie has gotten all of these surgeries. I, she literally looks like a grown woman. Like full-blown grown woman and I feel like Chloe and Holly truly truly fit their age. Um, they're so classy. They're so tasteful. Um, I love the fact that they seem pretty private. Um, but obviously they're public about, you know, what their fans love. Um, and I I don't know. I'm not going to say, I want to say they get that from Beyonce, uh, because it, it does seem like, you know, they are completely under her care, but if she, if they are, completely right you know under Beyonce like I do appreciate the fact that they still have their own right they still have their own identity their own brand like I say every now and then you could you could feel a little bit of Bee's vibe you know even in some of their music um and how they carry themselves you could feel a little bit of B's vibe um but they definitely have their own identity like they're growing into their own identity and I absolutely love that so yes ungolly Hour just came out uh Friday I think Yes, came out Friday and it is a bop. It is a little vibe. Um it and like I said, I, y'all know me. Like I list, I like to listen to albums all the way through. I'm not a skip through. I like to listen to it all the way through. That's how I create my my review or my rating as to how I feel about the album. Um, so I listen to it all the way through, and it's definitely a little vibe. Like it's a nice little vibe. Like you can ride uh, to that with the windows down, or maybe I just like riding with my windows down with with the music playing. But <laughs> so I might be biased to that. But and you know, one thing I do like about their music is. They have a soulful vibe, um, but their music is very diverse. So you can tell it appeals to um, a wide audience. And I love that. I absolutely love that. And again, I think even with, with their brand, I think the music falls into that, but it's so tasteful. Um, it's so funny because, you know, they threw in a couple of cuss words and I'm like, uh-uh, uh, not y'all cussing. (laughs) But, um, it's so tasteful. Like it, I think they're so tasteful. They're so classy about what they do, um, how they do it, how they portray themselves. Like just, Oh my God, like I I stand them. I I so stand them. Um, And then they dropped the two videos um, Do It and uh, forgive me. So I didn't really care for the forgive me video. It was it was a lot going on. It, it was a lot going on. Um, but the do it video was so cute. And I don't know, Beyonce definitely seemed like she had a hand in that, in that do it video. Like she she had some ideas. She, she suggested some scenes in that video that like, that gave me a little bit of, of her vibe in that video. But yeah, so shout out to Chloe and Holly on their new album. And they are just riding this wave. They were on Good Morning America um, on Tuesday. Uh, Performing, And then they performed uh, their do a single for the YouTube graduation for the class of 2020. And uh, they're just riding this wave. I absolutely love it. Uh, I just just love them. I definitely stand them. So, yeah, shout out to Chloe and Holly on their new album. So, speaking of more good news, Tiana Taylor is pregnant. I'm so excited. Uh, I'm so excited. I also stand Tiana Taylor. Like, she's definitely one of my faves. And... I'm just so happy for her and her family. Like I I love, I just love them. I like Chloe and Holly. I, I stand, I, I stand for what they stand for. Um, I believe in what they stand for and I just love how they carry themselves as a family. Um, and, and so she revealed that she was pregnant and, um, the latest video It's called wake up love. Oh, I just love the song. I love the video. I just, I love that she announced that she was pregnant uh, yes, Tiana Taylor. Like I'm so freaking here for it. Oh, and then she just announced that she is releasing her new album on Friday. Like I can't. Like it, this is too much. I'm overwhelmed, but so excited all at the same time. Can I just say that when I have baby, when I have a baby ten years from now? Yes, I said ten years from now because I'm gonna be like 38 with the one year old. Cause paper first, babies later. Okay. Um, I want my maternity shoot to look like Tiana Taylor's. That that video, Wake Up Love. Like I need it to be like cloudy. I'm in heaven. Um um all of that stuff because my baby's an angel okay yes um so shout out to tiana taylor for <laughs> um, her new video for the announcement of her new album and her new little bundle of joy it would be so cute if it was a boy so Junie can have like a little brother um but yeah shout out to them and then iman hopped on a little track i was like okay here for it so yes and then speaking of iman uh, he did this interview not too long ago, um, and they asked, the question was something along the lines of like, uh, what's the favorite thing, What or what's the best thing about being with Tiana, or about their relationship, or something like that, and I really just loved his answer, and I wanted to touch on this a little bit, but he said he loves um, the freedom to grow when it comes to him and Tiana, uh, and I just absolutely love that. I absolutely love that, because I think when you think about a relationship, you um, that's how you really build an empire, right? Like, you have your own, I have my own, and then we find a way to merge the two, right? We find a way to merge our visions. Um, and I, th- I think that's the point of getting married is because your visions match, Um and and you two come together for a sole purpose like you have your purpose you know he or she has has her or his purpose and then you bring that together and then you build this empire um and I think that's how relationships last because obviously I'm not gonna wake up every day and and like you you know (laughs) some days I'm not gonna want to be bothered with you um you know some days I, I, I'm just not going to feel feel it, you know what I'm saying? But what what really keeps us together is the fact that we are working towards something. We are working towards a vision. We are working towards a purpose that is bigger than both of us. So, yeah, shout-out to Iman um, and Tiana for their new little bundle of joy. Like, uh, I'm just in awe. I'm overwhelmed. I'm so excited all at the same time. Like, it's literally all love. Um, so, yes, and then there were also rumors that Nikki is pregnant. I don't know. She, she has not confirmed this, um, but... She just dropped a video. We're not going to get into that, but she just dropped a video, um, and she posted a picture, and in the picture, it looks like she has a little baby bump. So she has not confirmed whether or not she's pregnant yet, but Nikki, the rumors are swirling, okay? The rumors are swirling, and we want to know. I mean, I think people kind of already know, because you can see the baby bump, so I don't I don't know, maybe it could be the angle of the camera or whatever, but it, in the picture, she looks pregnant. So, I don't know, Nikki, you know, shout out to you. Congratulations if you are pregnant. And if not, you know, please disregard. <laughs> okay, moving on. Speaking of new new videos, Little Baby just dropped, oh, excuse me, not little. Little Baby just dropped his new music video for um, his song, The Bigger Picture. And I'm going to say, not a huge Little Baby fan. Lil Baby, I'm proper, y'all. Lil Baby, not a huge Little Baby fan fan however i i am i can acknowledge and appreciate the fact that he is choosing to use his platform for good um i i can really appreciate that and a lot of us you know when we think about you know the black community and we think about let's be honest you know cancel culture a lot of us are you know depending on um you know our influencers and and these rappers and you know these artists and celebrities just in general, even companies, you know, to really take a stand on, you know, what's happening, really use their platform and their influence to speak out, you know, um, against what's happening and, and take action for change. So, you know, shout out to him. And my thing is this, regardless if you like it or if you don't or you, you disagree or you don't, like, I I can say that we can all agree that, you know, at least he's trying. Well, I mean, in my opinion, I feel like, you know, he's trying. He did take that step to, you know, use his platform. Um for good. And so you know, it's crazy because after he dropped a video, his latest album um jumped back up to number one on Billboard 200 charts uh after three months. So shout out to Lil Baby for that. Um, and I, I just wanted to read this line from from the song that kind of resonated with me. Uh, he says, Speaking people speaking for the people, I'm proud of them. Stick together, we can get it out of get it up out of them. I can't lie, like I don't rap about killing and dope, but I'm telling my youngins to vote. Um, so I don't know that, that line just resonated with me because, um, like if you guys listened to the, to the last episode, I talked about, you know, being, I talked about the importance of unifying as a community, um, and addressing issues that we have within our community, but, but not letting those same issues break us apart. Um, so I think, like I said, the, the importance of you know making a real impact you know and change I think starts with us right it starts with us becoming more unified and so I think that's what this line speaks to is like you know I'm an influencer I'm a celebrity I'm gonna use my voice to help my people um and I I think the line about you know I can't lie I don't I don't rap I I don't he said I can't lie like I don't rap about killing and dope I think that was a point of like accountability um and not for anything specific, but it's kind of like, I may not be the perfect person. I may not be the spokesperson, you know, the perfect spokesperson or the right spokesperson for, you know, this movement, but I am here to encourage my people to go vote. Like I am here to help, um, in any way that I can. Like I am here to like, use my platform for good, um, to, to speak out against this, you know, this, this racial inequality, this racial injustice, you know, and this, this state of our world. Like I think I, I just appreciate that. Like I, like, I can appreciate Little Baby for... Little Baby <laughs> for using his platform for good. So, yeah, shout-out to Little Baby for that. Like, I, I, like I said, I, whether you agree or disagree, I, I I can appreciate, you know, him him using his platform for good. Um, so, yes, moving on. Ugh, I don't... Like, I, I'm almost scared to get into this topic, but... Here we go. Miss B. Simone. Sis has been catching... Heat for the last few weeks. And I I almost feel bad for her. So so let's get into it because I really want to talk about this and I really want to kind of give my thoughts about some of her comments um and 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 just what's going on just with her. Uh so so little background for those of you who don't know or may not be on social media. Um first the fans canceled Be Simone because she made a tweet about Um, the whole Black Black Lives Matter movement. And the tweet has something to do with, like, you know, I go to God, I'm a Christian, you know, I ask myself what would Jesus do, not what would an angry black woman do, uh, so on and so forth. So people weren't feeling that. Okay, cool, whatever, moving on. So then she came out, and there was an interview. Well, she didn't come out, but there was a video that surfaced of her and Nick Cannon. um, And Nick Cannon was interviewing her about her relationship preferences, Uh, So in the video, B. Simone said that her next boyfriend or her next husband cannot have a 95 (laughs) because, and I quote, he is not going to understand my lifestyle. He's not going to understand why I'm up at 3 a.m. She also stated that uh, entrepreneurs should date entrepreneurs. Um, And then Nick Cannon asked her, you know, if if she wanted someone with CEO status who owns their own business and she agreed. So she said yes. Okay. Still, I think, I think, (laughs) I think in this regard, I have an unpopular opinion because a lot of people, I think, took what she said and kind of created their own opinions about it. You know, they kind of took what she said and, and interpreted based on what they wanted to hear or what they wanted it to mean. So first, let me say this, because I, I like to think objectively, right? For the people who disliked, you know, what she said or felt like, you know, she was trying to downplay people with a nine to five or, you know, whatever. I understand. Like, I can see how her comments about um, men are, are not wanting a man who has a nine to five could have been misconstrued or, or taken it the way that a lot of people took it. Um, because a lot of people kind of took this stance, in my opinion, as like uh uh to to validate a nine to five. Like, okay, she said she doesn't want a nine to five. However, nine to five still make money. There are some people, you know, with nine to fives who also are entrepreneurs, and you know, nine to five. Some some nine to fives make more than you know people who, who are entrepreneurs, and so on and so forth. So, I understand why people took it that way. However, I do, from watching the video, and I watched it over and over and over, I do not think B. Simone meant it in a way to devalue or to take value from people who work nine-to-fives. And let me say, I work a nine-to-five. Like, I, I'm a nine-to-fiver, um, and I also have my, my side gigs. You know, I also have my side, side hustles that I work on, you know, that, that six-to-ten time range. Um. So, I I and I didn't take offense to it. Like, I didn't think that she was, you know, taking value away or devaluing somebody who has a nine to five. And I say that because she also said, you know, she believes that entrepreneurs should date entrepreneurs. And in this regard, I feel like that is her personal experience. Like that is her personal perspective and i think she developed that opinion or she established that opinion based on her own personal perspective like based on her own personal experience so if she chooses to not date somebody who has a nine to five because she feels like the person with a nine to five is not going to understand her lifestyle that is her right like if that's how she feels based on you know what she's experienced in the past that is her right. Like that is her right. Um, and she even said, you know, she dated somebody with a nine to five. So she feels like, you know, now that she's an entrepreneur, she was somebody with, an, uh, you know, who who is an entrepreneur. Um, and I, I, I think that's her right. I don't I don't think that she was saying, you know, people with nine to fives are lower than people with entrepreneurs, you know, or uh, excuse me, lower than people who are entrepreneurs or aren't as, you know, valuable as entrepreneurs. I don't think that she was saying that people with nine to fives don't make, you know, enough money or they don't have as much money as entrepreneurs. I don't think she was saying any of those things. In fact, she didn't even mention money. Like she did not even mention money. So like I said, I, I, I can see how people took what she said and 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 ran with it but I don't think that she was trying to take any value away from people who have a 9 to 5 like I, I I think that she was talking from a personal place this is what I want this is what I want in a man Um, and and I don't want to date somebody who has a 9 to 5 I don't see anything wrong with that like I I, I don't see anything wrong with that and I, I, I like I said I understand why people took it the way they did but I don't necessarily agree like if that's what she wants that's her prerogative whatever sis that's your personal experience and I also think it's okay to disagree with what she said um, without taking it as you know as like she's you know, devaluing people with a nine to five. Like, I don't think that's what she was doing. And, and like I said, she clarified and even said, like, I believe entrepreneurs should date entrepreneurs. There is nothing wrong with that, you know? And I think people are like, well, like I said, nine to fives, you know, some I I, I work a nine to five and I have a, uh, you know, I have a side hustle or, you know, I'm working my nine to five to fund my, my entrepreneurship Whatever venture, you know, so on and so forth. And like I said, I don't think that she was speaking to money. You know, she's speaking to personal lifestyle, personal experience. And I think that's, that's what shaped her personal perspective and and her opinion on, on this matter. So I think she was talking just from a place of like, this is my preference. I don't want somebody who works a nine to five. And this is the reason because of my own personal experiences. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So it says shout out to you for, you know, your own preference, like completely up to you. Um, And I I feel like that's your right. Like, you are entitled to your personal perspective and your personal preference. Um, And another thing I don't agree with, like, as I was just, like, scrolling through Twitter and Instagram... um, Uh, about comments you know that that were geared toward her and and her comments about the the whole nine to five issue a lot of people were bashing her for like how she looks and her career and you know stuff like that and that's where I, I I can't get with because my thing is this as a community we need to learn how to disagree with people without bashing them like She's not stupid because you don't agree with her. You know what I'm saying? Or she's not ugly or, 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 or you know, if you, you don't like the slit in her eyebrow. What do that got to do with you disagreeing with her comments? You know what I'm saying? Or she don't dress or her body is this. That's why she ain't this. What does that have to do with you not agreeing with her comments? It doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with that. And it sucks because I feel like we go, like, for the worst. Like, if you disagree with her comments, cool, disagree with them. But I don't feel like you, we need to bash her as a woman, you know what I'm saying, when you don't agree with her. Why are we talking about the slit in her eyebrow? Because you don't agree with her comments. Why are we talking about how her, her body is shaped because you don't agree with her comments? But the reality is, the same people who are on Twitter and Instagram saying, you know, or bashing her for her looks, bashing her career, and bashing anything else are the same people who are screaming protect black women. I don't get it. Learn to disagree, you know, with, with somebody's decision without bashing them. Like, it doesn't it doesn't need to be that. Like, you don't need to bash her career. You don't need to bash how she looks. You don't need to bring in her physical appearance or what you don't like about her physical appearance to, to back up your point that you disagree with her. Point blank, period. And now, you know, it, it goes... It makes me think like, do you just, do you just not like her? Like, you know, are these people that just don't like her? You know what I'm saying? Do you just not like her? Like, if you don't like her, say that. I never liked her from the beginning or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing. But to comfort how she looks and to truly bash her as a woman because you don't agree with her comments... I I think that's a whole nother level and I can't, I can't get with that. And again, when, you know, when I, when I addressed colorism in the last, in the last episode, I talked about this, like we can agree, you know what I'm saying? To disagree on some things without it tearing us apart. Like everything doesn't need to be a fight. Everything doesn't need to be something where, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we're, we're coming for each other's heads. Like, again, it's about using our weapon, which is unity, Like, that's how we're going to make it past these things. It's unifying. So why can't we address these issues without them tearing us apart as a black community? And to be honest, I I feel like, you know, when whoever looks at us, you know, if they already look at us as a joke or they don't take us seriously, this is why. Like, this is why. You know, and and I feel like if we're going to, if we're going to stand for something, if we're going to fight for something, fight for a hundred percent, not so much as it benefits you, not so much as it benefits you. But child, that's a whole nother story for another day. But yes, so I, I also don't agree with that. Like, disagree with her comments and let that be that. Like, don't bash the woman. Like, disagree with her and move on. So, yes, that's that's my take on that. So, next, the next thing she got canceled for was um she has this book that she released not too long ago, and she took us on this journey of like becoming this millionaire. And I think her having the book was uh the, the tip of the iceberg for her to become a millionaire okay wonderful and like i said she kind of took us through that journey on on social media um about how she got to you know where she is so it was kind of cool you know seeing her journey or whatever so from from my understanding the book is is about uh, is about manifestation manifesting the life you want um i consider it like a self-help book um and, and then it has like you know pages to plan things and it talks about her personal experience and her journey to you know manifestation and and or her journey through manifestation to reaching her goals and dreams and so on and so forth and and so the book is supposed to be about her life um excuse me it's supposed to help you you know be inspired from her journey um so like i said she's been promoting this book promoting this book promoting this book so a few days ago a couple of people came out and said that B. Simone plagiarized, uh, the book, like uh, some pages in the book were plagiarized or whatever, um, from, from smaller content creators. So of course people went in and and we, we all have the right, right to do that. Okay. So people went in about, you know, her plagiarizing. Okay. So she came out and she released this video. Um, and it it was an apology video, kind of taking accountability for what happened and, you know, I guess how the process went wrong, or so on and so forth. And she talked about, you know, how she, as a leader she takes accountability, so on and so forth, whatever. Um, so I'm not going to read the whole caption, but in the caption, uh she did say like, I have built my career on complete transparency and vulnerability. That's what she started with. Um and she said, "Even though this was not intentional, I am still so very sorry to the content creators and I understand their frustration 100%. To my supporters, I apologize. You trust me to deliver honesty and authenticity, and although some things were done without my knowledge, I am the leader and I dropped the ball." So, from my understanding, what I got from what I got from uh, uh, the the whole situation is that this book is like I said, the book is about her life. It's about using her personal experiences, her journey to inspire us to manifest manifest the life we want. To inspire her fans, people who read the book, to manifest the the life that she want that you want um, through through manifestation. And like I said, her journey, her experiences are supposed to inspire you to do that. Um, so she hired a design agency or or some sort of agency or whatever to help her with the book so what it sounds like from from i guess her story is that she hired this agency gave them her ideas and they wrote the book so she didn't know she didn't know that the that the content was i guess plagiarized until these content creators came out and accused accused her of plagiarism or whatever um but there were also like things or facts that she went back and forth about, like, you know, in the past that she, the chapters she she wrote personally, like she wrote on her own and she personally wrote the pages, some of the pages or whatever. So obviously there are some discrepancies in, in the whole story. And I think that we will never truly get the entire story. We weren't there. We don't know. We you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, we don't work with the design agency. We don't know what the contract states, whatever. So here's my thing. I let me say this. There is absolutely no justification as an entrepreneur and as somebody who is putting out a book about their own personal life. There is no justification for you to come out with the book and to find out later that it was plagiarized. No justification. You are the author. You are the brand. This is your thing. You are the leader. Like she said in the video, she was like, I'm the coach. You are the coach. There was no way this should have slipped through the cracks. There's no excuse. There's no justification. None of that. Like, none of that is is a justification. There is no excuse. Like I said, I could say that a thousand times. Like, there is no excuse that this slipped slipped through the cracks that your book plagiarized smaller content creators. Like, that looks so bad. You You want to talk about a PR crisis? Like, PR crisis is an understatement. Like, there's absolutely no excuse. However... I do feel like that was an honest mistake. Um, I do not feel like, I do not believe that B Simone had any intentions on taking content from smaller content creators. Like, I don't think she sat around thought about ideas for this book and, and, you know, uh, uh, intentionally stole or plagiarized content from, uh, from these smaller content creators. I don't believe that. Um, Now, I do think that this entire situation, you know, if she's like, I'm the leader, you know, this is my book, and you, you know, allow somebody else to write the book, I don't necessarily agree with that either because um, this book is about your experience. You know, this is about your journey, about your life, about how you manifested everything you want. So I think that you should have been writing majority of this and, and they kind of like do the polishing. Now, obviously we're on the outside, so I don't know what the contract was or what the agreement between her and the agency was. Um, but I, I don't, I don't see how this could have slipped, through the cracks. Now, I do believe, you know, when it comes to creativity and then when it comes to inspiration, we look for other people, right? We look for people who, have, if you have a clothing line, right, and you have a couple of, you're, you're starting a clothing line and you have, you know, a few favorite, uh, clothing lines that you like, you know, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Fendi, Prada, whatever. And, you know, you take ideas from them, but you make them your own. Like, that's where you get inspiration. That's how creativity is birthed, right? Is because you've seen something that you like, um, and you create your own based on that. Um, so I don't know if maybe she took, you know, these people's content and took it to them like, Hey, I really like this. You know, can we use this as reference? Can we, you know, take ideas from this or, or whatever, whatever. I don't know. Um, but I do not, believe that there is a justification that it slipped through the cracks like there is no way you release a whole book and you know weeks later a month later you find out that it's plagiarized like that that is crazy to me um, like I said, there is no justification. However, I feel like this does not speak to the fact that I feel like she has malicious intent or like I said, her intent was to, you know, steal from these content creators and then call it entrepreneurship or call it her own. I think this speaks to her carelessness as an entrepreneur. Like this speaks to her laziness as an entrepreneur. And I mean, to be real, I feel like we live in a generation where, you know, everybody wants this micro microwave success, right? Everybody wants this 15 seconds, you know, uh, of fame. Like, oh, I'm just gonna meet the right person. I'm just gonna, you know, Know, create something quick or i'm gonna create something and then you know i'm just gonna have automatic success you know like we live in this generation where people just want stuff so quick like there is there is no patience anymore um so i believe maybe that's that's what happened there you know she just was so you know eager to make it to this millionaire status or whatever that she was willing to take shortcuts. You know, she was willing to be lazy. And I mean, a lot. I hate to say it, but a lot of people do that. Is it right? No, it's not right at all. But like I said, we live in a microwave generation where people don't want to take the time for success. Like understanding success is a journey. It's a long-term campaign. It's about, you know, work ethic and resilience and perseverance and, you know, working until you have reached that mark. What did Nipsey say is, you know, the marathon continues. It's a marathon. It's not out a sprint um and so people people want success so quick, you know they just think you just create something you turn around and you' famous the next day and so I think nobody nobody preaches you know a uh, a a process, nobody preaches marathon anymore it's just sprint like it's just get it how you can you know like let's 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 go viral quickly, kind of thing, and nobody puts in work anymore and and honestly, a lot of people argue that there's not a lot of talent anymore because of that, you know because it's so easy to become viral or it's so easy to become famous you know off of one simple thing um. Um, And so it it speaks to the quality of your work. It speaks to the quality of your talent. So I think maybe that could have been, you know, the situation there that she was just in a rush to, to, you know, reach the millionaire status. She was in a rush to, you know, put out the book or whatever that she was just willing to just take whatever, you know, whatever, you know, came her way. Like she didn't take the time to look over it. You know, she didn't take the time to read, do her own research, you know, so on and so forth. Um, But like I said, I think that speaks to her laziness um, her carelessness, um, just as an entrepreneur who is putting out a book that is about your brand and about your experience and about your journey on the way to becoming a millionaire, on the way to becoming a successful entrepreneur. So I don't think that she had malicious intent behind it, or, you know, she, she meant to, you know, purposely, you know, do, do what, you know, copy these people. I I don't think that at all. And I feel like people are making her out like she's, malicious you know or this was her intent or she did this on purpose and i don't think that um i, I don't i don't think that at all like like i said i think it was a, a inexcusable mistake like there is no justification behind it and honestly it's gonna take a long time to you know rebuild her career you know i do i think it's possible absolutely absolutely but i do think she made an honest mistake an honest careless mistake um as an entrepreneur um but i don't think that she had malicious intent and i don't think this makes her a bad person i don't like I I just don't, I don't agree with that. And I think this is, this is an unpopular opinion I have about her because a lot of people just are not feeling her right now. And I mean, rightfully so, rightfully so, um, rightfully so. So, uh, that's a tough one. And, you know, I I feel like, you know, that's just one of those things where I I do feel like, you know, at this point she's in a rocking a hard place. And I think that she's learning the hard way. And at, at the end of the day, as entrepreneurs, that's what happens. You learn the hard way, um, so I mean and I feel like sometimes you know the hardest lessons, you know, create or excuse me, the hardest mistakes create the best lessons. So, I don't know. Uh, and and another thing, it it goes back to like what I was saying about bashing her. I feel like people are bashing her, you know. I've seen a lot of comments and tweets, you know, about her physical appearance and, you know, about her career and stuff like that. And and, and it makes me think like where is this coming from? Like is it coming from a place of like you just you don't like her, you know what I'm saying. You just don't like her at all, you know what I'm saying. Because I feel like you can disagree with the decision that she's made without bashing her. Like I I truly believe that. Um, so I mean, I I don't know. That's a tough one. Like I said, I feel like I have an unpopular opinion about that. Um, and honestly, I I, it, it, just a tough situation altogether. Um, and I, I do think she took accountability for it. Um, I, I I do think she took accountability for it, even even if it. I, I do think it was her doing. I think everybody everybody has an accountability part. The people who plagiarized whoever took the content from, from, you know, these content creators and her, you know, she has accountability in it, too, because she didn't take the time to look over it. So everybody's at fault. Everybody at fault, okay? Everybody's at fault. Um, but, of course, you know, as a leader, as the face of the brand, um, as the author of the book, you, this is your responsibility, you know what I'm saying, and publicly. So, yeah, I... Uh, like I said, unpopular, uh, unpopular opinion. And like I said, I think you can agree, you know, you, you can disagree with her actions, you know, you can cancel her, whatever, but we don't have to bash her as a woman. It makes me feel like, you know, people like to see her downfall. And I don't know, it's, it's sickening. It's sickening. You know, we're already fighting so many wars. Um, And to and to praise somebody's a black woman's downfall, who I don't believe had a malicious intent. I think it's sick. I think, I think it's sick. Um... So, yeah, what she did was wrong, and I think, like I said, if people want to cancel her, rightfully so. Uh, but we it doesn't have to be this bashing war, this this bashing battle against her. Like, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. So, yeah, tough, tough, tough situation. But, um, hey, you know, I, I pray that, you know, it's my hope that, you know, she takes the time to really, really make this right and she learns from this. Um, and, and she takes care of the people that she hurt in this process and, you know, and, and that she does what's best for her, you know, what's best for her business and what's best for her personally, you know, her mental health. Cause I can only imagine, you know, what she's dealing with, but. Moving on, you know, crucify me, whatever. That's my opinion. Um, so, yes. In other news, some more good news about black women, you know, because I'm all about uplifting black women. Amanda Seals is hosting the BET Awards 2020. Ow, ow, ow. I, I'm excited. I, I am excited. Amanda Seals just recently announced that she's leaving The Real after six months because she felt like, you know, her her voice was you know, too powerful for the show and she felt like, you know, she wasn't appreciated there. So, shout out to her, more power to her for leaving. And now, you know, they just announced that she is hosting the BET Awards. I was not expecting that. Um, and BET is one of the one of the few uh production companies that has decided to move forward with a virtual uh event uh with a virtual awards show. So, um i'm excited for that i'm excited to see you know what she has to offer um I, I, i'm excited to see how she carries this and i'm also excited to see like just how the whole virtual um event event plays out like I, i'm excited to this to see that and i mean 2020 has revealed you know so many new things i think that we didn't know we were capable of so to see this come to fruition is is it's gonna be I think mind blowing to me. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see, like I said, how she does. Um and I'm excited to tune in, um, to see how the the whole B T awards show goes. So yeah, shout out to Amanda Tills. Um, we we need this. Like black women, we 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 need this. So yeah, shout out to her. But yeah, so that's all I have for today. Oh, and BET, if y'all listening, please, uh, you know, approve my press pass. Oh, cool. I need to be on the red carpet. Okay, virtually, of course. But yeah, so yes, that's y'all dose of mash, of mash for today. Thank y'all so much for listening, and see you. I keep, I always want to say see y'all soon because I feel like y'all here with me. I feel your presence. But no, I will talk to y'all. I'll talk to y'all later, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks Let me for get listening. Get the mic, honey. I got something to uh, say. Uh, oh, I like that. No, like, it's Maja. But, you know, Maj for short. X <laughs> Maj.